Here we are, my little angel. It's a Married with Channels podcast. Hello. Hello, fart faces. I'm Moose. I'm Jody. Don't call them fart faces. <laughs> Hello, lovely listeners. Lovely listeners. You're my sweet, sweet secondary children's. I love you so much. What? Yeah, after our first children. What? Anyway. Are you drunk? No. Okay. I'm just uh, ready to get into some talk about a couple shows. All right. One that's returning, and we'll get into an episode three of one that we've already touched on, I believe, even last episode. But we'll start with The Boys. Yeah. Season three, Amazon Prime, Prime Video. I always want to call it Amazon Prime, but I think it's technically Prime Video. Anyway, um, yeah, so season three is back. Where we left off was uh, they had the big uh, showdown with Stormfront in the woods there. She is uh, essentially crippled. She lost an arm. Half her face is melted off. And she's in dire conditions in a, looks like a hospital suite in the Vought Tower. Um, her and Homelander are kind of a thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was a little... Uh, they have a weird... Yeah. It's a weird relationship. It is. But, you know, hey, if it works for them, it works for them. I like it how he visits her. Mm-hmm. And again, she's in a hospital bed. She's like, oh, I feel so. And he's like kind of, he's so narcissistic, so full of himself. It's all about him. Yeah. He's like monologuing yeah. at her bedside all about yeah. what's happening with him. Yeah. And she's got to like make him feel better for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and she does so by, you know, saying, oh, it's okay. And like. Even jacking him off while she's in her dying hospital bed. Yeah, this show is not for children, so just throwing that out there as a mom. I yeah. don't I don't I don't know if you should let your kids watch this. I'm sure some parents have, but Yeah. Maybe I, maybe older children. Yeah, it's uh it's not for kids for sure. Yeah. But um you know, honestly, after the first episode I was kinda like, eh. Yeah. I was kind of lukewarm on the boys. I just kind of like, man, we've been there. We've done this. Yeah. Homelander's an asshole. Yep. You know, full of himself. Pissed off that Vought is not like kneeling before him every time he uh, blows his nose. Yep. Or anybody for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, but then it changed for me anyway. Like it was definitely, and I'm going to play the clip here. It was Homelander's birthday celebration. Of course, it's broadcast on the Vought channel and yeah, worldwide all their, and, all their yeah. sister television stations. Because apparently, much like uh, some some conglomerates we know around here or in the USA, there is uh, multiple channels. So, you know, he's uh, getting flack for being with Stormfront and his co-captain, Starlight, takes the stage and says, you know, he made a mistake and... Then uh, Homelander's like, no, 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 no. He grabs the mic and this happens. I don't make mistakes. I'm not just like the rest of you. I'm stronger. I'm smarter. I'm better. I am better. I'm done. I am done apologizing. I am done being persecuted for my strength. You people should be thanking Christ that I am who and what I am because you need me. You need me to save you. You do. I am the only one who possibly can. 
You're not the real heroes. I'm the real hero. He's the real hero. That was interesting. And I thought that was like, that's when I was like, oh, this got better. Because <laughs> now Homelander is embracing who he is. He's not hiding it anymore. He's not playing the, oh, gosh, I'm just a humble guy with who just happened upon these superpowers. Sorry, young man. He is no longer Mr. All-American. He, oh, he like, is like going rogue here. He's, he's embracing. I don't want to say his evil, but mm-hmm. he's embracing his assholitude, you know? Yeah. And that is obviously bad, but that's good for a show. I mean, it's interesting. Are they going to go down the road of like, because Janine's stepdad, Mother's Milk's ex's current husband, boyfriend, was watching that and he was sitting up in his chair and kind of he had this kind of like shit eating grin on. Like he was really digging what Homelander was saying. And all I could think of, are they going to do parallels with Homelander and another real life person who's loud, feels like they are impervious to anything, sometimes insulting of others? Hmm. I think you know who I'm talking about. Okay. What? I, anyway, I thought this had to do with the stepdad. It did, but okay. The stepdad, when the stepdad was watching Homelander, yeah, and he leaned up in his seat and was kind of like, almost kind of smiling at what Homelander was saying. I think he was finally relieved. Like, okay, the 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 veneer is off. Like now you get to see what what he's really like. Yeah, but I I, I was I was I was drawing parallels to. Uh, oh. A real life person. Okay. And I wonder if they're going to go with that. Sorry. I wonder if they're going to go with that. But uh, I like that Homelander's like out and like, screw you. I'm the, I'm the God here. You should be thanking me. Hmm. I'm the hero. You're just peasants. It's pretty. uh, Yeah. Because he's narcissistic. It kind of follows that. Yeah. That line. Like. So that happened. You had Butcher taking the, uh, the temporary superpower shot. He's uh, slicing the dude in half. That was kind of cool. His own laser eyes. This show does not hold back on the gore and the blood. No. And it's sometimes like a little bit too much, but it's just kind of the MO now. Yeah. It just kind of works though. Yeah. It's like if they had somebody get sliced in half with a laser beam, you'd be disappointed. There wasn't like a, the of the brain matter falling out of their skull. Sure. uh, I will say, uh, I'm I'm kind of tired of the Huey and Starlight. I am too. Storyline, like uh, I, I don't I don't care anymore. You know. I think you and I both said this last season about it. Yeah. There was a point where I just don't care about this relationship. Yeah. In fact, I was kind of thinking maybe there would be something with Huey and Victoria slash yeah. Nadia. Yeah. Like maybe that would kind of gum up the works a little bit, a love triangle. I think they're trying to do that with the other one that she knows that answered her phone for her, Alex. Um, Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. Silver Streak Supersonic. Yeah. What's his superpower, by the way? I don't know. You hear Supersonic, you think, okay, he can fly super fast or run super fast. We already got a fast guy. But yeah, the Huey Starlight thing is just meh. Also, another character that bothers me is Ashley, the kind of the marketing gal. Yes, like I don't know why. I don't know. I think it's, it's very, her, huh? It's very over the top. I think it's supposed to kind of 
play some, you know, humor, but I don't know. It just kind of bugs me. Yeah. I don't know, but, uh, did the Homelander thing turn things around for you or are you still kind of meh? Eh, a little bit, yeah. but I mean, we kind of already knew he was a bad guy, really. So it's not like this big reveal and like, what? What's going to happen now? Like, he's always kind of been bad. So, and, and us as the audience has already known that, you know? Yeah, I know. But the general public does not know that. Sure. They think he's the wholesome, milk drinking, sweetheart guy. And there he is on stage with probably millions of people watching saying, you know what? Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> you guys should be kneeling before me. I'm I'm the superpower one. I think that's interesting. Like, how's he going to be perceived by the public? Will they embrace that? Will they, you know, shrivel at that? I don't know. Hmm. It didn't like totally hook me in. Yeah. I, I'm kind of making a prediction here. Okay, what is it? So, you know how Butcher had some serum to temporary be a super? Yeah, yeah. I think Huey's going to try it. Okay. I could see them trying to make him a superhero. That's funny. I just picture Huey taking it, but it's like later in the season and somebody's about to die. Otherwise, yeah. unless he takes it, you know, yep. just to save them. Sure. That's how I see that for sure. some reason. But yeah. Did you uh, happen to recognize who plays the Crimson Countess? It's the gal from Walking Dead. Yeah, Lori Holden. Lori Holden, yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of her name. I didn't recognize her as this character. Yeah. And then I saw it, you know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was, in ca- she was in costume, and I was like, she looks familiar. I think that's the Walking Dead gal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's good. Yeah, but I'm still, like, I'm more interested in the boys than I was when we finished the first episode of the season. Sure. I'm still not, like super excited about it yeah but i think this is an interesting turn i don't know it kind of still has the same kind of formulas going on yeah you know yeah agreed i'll I'll stick it out i'll see where it goes sure anything else on the boys season three we're in the we're in the we're in the first two episodes we just started the third nope okay moving on to episode three of obi-wan kenobi yes this is smelling a little bit like Boba Fett. Mm. A little bit. This episode got so much hype. Yes. Like Facebook was blown well, up. I, that's that's people you know because you're <laughs> friends with people who. Yeah, this is true. Are really into Star Wars. But, and... but even like even like some of the trades, some of the websites that aren't like dedicated to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. This is the one where Darth Vader shows up. Yep. Um, and I tell you. I'll get to that in a second. Can yeah. I just talk about the stormtroopers okay. real quick? This show is kind of tweaking with the canon a little bit. Like stormtroopers, I don't know if it was, it was this episode. There's a couple issues I have with the stormtroopers. One, there was a female stormtrooper, uh-huh. which is not a thing. Like the stormtroopers are clones of one guy, Django Fett. They're all dudes, and they're all the same guy essentially. But, but these series like boba fett and these make it seem like they're regular people like working for the empire not not boba fett because that takes place after the empire's fallen i thought there was dialogue in in there that made it seem like they were just like regular guys 
I don't know. No. Maybe I dreamt that. Maybe I had a stormtrooper dream and, you know, there's like, hey, Larry, go on your lunch break. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> In the original trilogy, there was no real like they didn't really get into sure. the stormtroopers. They all kind of sounded the same. Just this kind of average white guy, you know, process voice. Go over there. Go check that cargo bay. Sure. You know, but in this. But the prequels, they set it up that the stormtroopers were created from Django Fett. This uh, I forget the race, really tall, skinny people cloned Django Fett and made stormtroopers for the what became the empire and okay. they're all they're all the same dude so it's like it's weird to see i don't know why they're doing look i'm all for inclusion sure. but it just doesn't make sense in, as far as the canon of the universe hmm. stormtroopers aren't ladies at this point maybe those are only stormtroopers like on the ship like maybe 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 other stormtroopers are on like these mining planets that they keep going to yeah. That are like regular people or people who like, I believe in this cause, so I'm going to join up with the stormtroopers. Yeah. You and know? look, and maybe I'm, I haven't read all the books. Yeah. I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. Yeah. There are many who are way more into it than me. Trust sure. me, as you know. Yeah. So maybe there were some like stormtroopers that weren't the clones. Maybe, maybe they were like recruited or raised from babies that they kidnapped or whatever yeah so i could be way off in that but i do know stormtroopers aren't like nice right here's a clip from episode three where one of them says well just keep your eyes open report it if you see anything of course this is us thanks freck <laughs> thanks freck like i'm Stormtroopers don't say thank you. They don't say, how you doing? They don't say, you want to get some coffee? Uh, you know who played Freck? Uh, no, who? Zach Braff. Zach Braff? Yeah. Oh. I, uh, I read that somewhere. Scrubs, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, good for him. Yeah. It's like, Another celebrity cameo. <laughs> I know. The Star Wars has become like a big celebrity cameo thing. Yep. I, I even want to know if like the Stormtroopers, there's probably a celeb cameo in there. Too, oh, totally. Know? Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Thanks, Freck. I mean, this is us. Thanks, Freck. Stormtroopers don't say thank you. They don't. Right. They're just they're very like, kind of robotic. Yeah. Like, yeah. But again, this is all maybe yeah. maybe stuff beyond my sure pay level when it comes to Star Wars uh, knowledge. But uh, anyway, back to like to the episode. Yeah. This was like the big showdown with Darth Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi. The first time they met. Since uh, Kenobi cut his arms and legs off and left him to burn to death on Mustafar yeah. in Revenge of the Sith. And here's, uh, here's a little encounter between the two, you know. What have you become? I am what you made me. I am what you made me. Uh-huh. It was interesting, like, when they showed Darth Vader in the first part of the episode, they showed him in the BAFTA tank and, like, you know, the water coming out and the robots pulling the plugs off him and putting his robot arms on. Yeah. And I was thinking, cool. Right. Like, ooh, that, Darth Vader. That was, Vader. like, kind of the scariest part of yeah. it, I feel like. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, but then, I don't know if you're like me, when he's walking through the mining town, it just took some of the air out of the Darth Vader mystique. Sure. You know, he's just like another person, but he's got a helmet and mask on. Yeah. And especially when he's 
in the minefields confronting Obi-Wan Kenobi, he just seems small. Yeah. In stature, literally, and in kind of aura. It just, it just took, like I said, it took the air out of the Darth Vader mystique for me when he was walking through the town. You know, granted, he was choking, force choking, and, you know, he killed that kid for no reason. Sure. But, I don't know, just something about that whole, when he was on that planet, it just, eh. Like, we went from him getting, getting his gear on. I was like, oh, there's badass Darth Vader. Oh, my God. Then he's on the planet. I'm like, this guy's just some dude. <laughs> also, like, if they both have the force, can't they both know where each other are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's why, that's how you knew when they were about to go, when Ben, Obi-Wan, and uh, Leia were uh-huh. about to go down the tunnel. Yeah. He kind of crippled over. Yeah. And like, was like, oh, you know, he, something was ringing in his head. He knew Vader was there. Yeah. That's what that was. And then there's a scene where when Vader's walking up the street, you know, he stops and kind of like, he sensed Obi-Wan. Sure. And that's why he immediately like pulled some people out with the force and killed the kid. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to lure Obi-Wan out. Sure. Because Jedi yeah. usually don't stand for that stuff. Sure. Yeah, no, I gathered that part. I just also like the scene where they are kind of facing off with each other. Like he, he Obi-Wan is very weak. Yeah. And Darth Vader is not. I mean, he could have just ended it right there. Like, why, you know? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't he be forceful and without mercy, you know? So, and and I read a very interesting article about that. Nerd nerd alert. Right. Okay. And it was like, this is why uh, Darth Vader was never able to defeat Obi-Wan is because Obi-Wan is always on the defensive and he's patient and smart. Darth Vader is just full of rage and emotion. Like he wants, he doesn't want to like end Obi-Wan Kenobi. He wants to make him suffer. Okay. So instead of just like force snapping his neck or, you know, wailing the shit out of him with his lightsaber, knowing that he's out of practice for 10 years, he's like, I'm going to light this shit on fire and I'm going to drag Obi-Wan through it. Mm, mm, This is good revenge. Okay. That's why he's never going to beat Obi-Wan. Okay. And even in the end, Star Wars A New Hope, when they finally, their last confrontation, mm-hmm. like, even then he doesn't beat him. Obi-Wan has to kind of submit. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he holds up his lightsaber and Vader strikes him down. He lets him. Sure. Kill him. Interesting. Be- and it, yeah, I thought that was an interesting article. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Well, I'm glad someone could fill in that question mark for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Any other show, you know, good guy, bad guy, be like, just. Just kill him. Right? Just shoot him. Like, He's right there. Series over in three episodes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but Darth Vader's like, I must make him suffer like he made me suffer. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to get him a little hot. Light him on fire like he did for me. You don't like that, do you? It sucks, doesn't it? Oh, he got away. Oh, darn. You know? <laughs> but uh, what are you thinking of Obi-Wan Kenobi after three episodes? Um, It's okay. It's all right. I thought this scene um, were... Ben and Leia were on the truck was cute. Like, yeah, that was kind of intense too. Like, oh, are they going to get found out? And yeah, he called her Le- uh, Leia. Yeah. When he was supposed to call her Luma. Yeah. Um, and the Stormtroopers were like, wait, you called her Leia. Yeah. But they worked themselves out of that. And it turned into a nice little, like, uh, save on 
you know, remembering her real mother. Yeah. Padme. Yeah. Queen Amidala. It was kind of cute where she was like, are you my real father? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, nope. But guess who is? (laughs) Darth Vader. And you think Darth Vader, and we'll wrap it up here. But you think in Star Wars, A New Hope, the very first movie ever with Star Wars. Like, you know, he confronts her on that Imperial cruiser. Where are the plans? I know you have, you know, yeah. you think at that moment he would sense like that's his daughter. Cause she's force sensitive. Yeah. You think he'd be able to sense that, hmm. but anyway, <laughs> just a little star Wars nerd observation. Totally. Well, cause he, he obviously knows about Luke. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't know that Luke was a twin. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Someone write an article on that. I know. There's probably 30 <laughs> of them by now. That's, um, yeah. So Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'm liking it. Yeah. I just think, I just think they did the Darth Vader kind of bad. Did him dirty on episode three a little bit. Okay. I just, maybe it was, maybe it's just a simple matter of the cinematography, you know? Sure. Um, but anyway, so anything else on Obi-Wan Kenobi? No, I'll stick it out. I'm sure I'll have lots more questions. Yeah. Because I am not super. I'm not a Wikipedia of Star Wars knowledge, that's for sure. (laughs) Nor am I, darling. Nor am I. (laughs) That's going to do it for us on this Married with Channels podcast, looking at movies, TV shows, mostly TV shows. And we'll be back uh, next week with some more married banter on the telly. Until then, make sure you uh, follow us, subscribe to the podcast, give us a good review. Share, tell your friends. Absolutely. Till next time, I'm Moose. I'm Jody. We'll see ya. Bye.